She loves Chanel CC, designer belt GG, house full of models GG. How many bottles plenty? How many hating many? Run it up, 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 run up a check. Chilling with hoes, I'm smashing the friend and I'm smashing the next. She said she love it, I do it the best. Hey y'all, thanks for tuning back in to A Little Kiss and Tell. I have my co-host here with me today. Ladies first. Oh, okay. Hey. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I'm so sorry, y'all. I just be being a gentleman so hard that sometimes I just be forgetting. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Your Majesty, aka JC, in the building. What's up, with y'all? <laughs> and hey, it's Ross the Great over here, aka Ross, better known as. Yeah, so she's a reoccurring guest on the show. Y'all may have remember her from. Um, Scotty with the D. Oh my God, one of my faves. <laughs> Do you want to share any um social media or businesses that you have or what's going on right now, Boo? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Ralph underscore the great. Love it. All right, y'all. So today we're gonna be talking about 30s club, the 30s club. Welcome to the motherfucking 30s. Dirty 30. <laughs> right. Before we get there, let me uh, go over today's sex position of the day. Mm. We have the butterfly. So it says, uh Oh, that's oh. I'm sorry, I was saying <laughs> Oh, I thought you were uh, saying butterfly. Uh oh, that's oh. Oh, <laughs> let me see the sissy, bro. I knew where you were going with it. Right. Thank you. <laughs> so it says, You'll need a low table for the butterfly. The woman lays down facing the man with her back on the table and the man is standing up holding the woman's bottom. She can rest her leg on the man's shoulder. So it looks mm. like this, you guys. Oh, okay. Okay, that's how I pictured it. All right. Me too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> little hat. Mm, I ain't tried that one yet, but I'm going to add to the list though. But I wanted, does she move her legs kind of like the butterfly wings? <laughs> Yeah, because it don't look like a butterfly, y'all. Like, how right. got their name from? <laughs> you can do that on the edge of the bed, too. True. Mm. On a softer surface, right? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta hurt your damn back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll probably make sure to take a pillow with you. Yeah. A little bit of cushion. Okay, so now we're going to jump into the icebreaker game. I have a few questions I'm going to ask y'all. Okay. First one. <clears throat> is what are the two most disgusting things you've ever seen or done? Two most disgusting things I've ever seen or done. Um, right now, one of the most disgusting things I've seen is people still walking around in these stores and public places without their mask on and having the nerve to like want to be all up on you and in your space. I feel like there's it's just, it's an invasion of my space. It's also just nasty as fuck, because I don't know. So back the fuck up. Um, but I with shoes, too, when they still walking around barefoot. That's just the most disgusting thing to me. That is so nasty. People spit on the ground and stuff, and you just pee. They be peeing. Ugh, I could not. <laughs> Let me see. I'm trying to think of the most nasty thing I've done. The most disgusting thing I've done? Um, hmm. I've... I mean, like, I've thrown up in a club before and wiped my face in the bathroom and went right back to drinking and partying. 
I am not. I felt like I was relieving the tension. I was relieving the tension, making room for more drinks. So, <laughs> oh, did you rinse your mouth out at least? Rinse your mouth. I rinsed my mouth out. I went to the bathroom. I rinsed my mouth out. I washed my face. I made sure like it was nothing on my clothes, and then I went straight back to the bar. You? <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> you like I party in the night. Damn. Right by any means. That's by any means. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Ross? Okay, I think the most disgusting thing I've ever seen would have to be, remember when that two girls in the cup video was going around? Do y'all oh remember that God. back in the day? Two, two girls in the cup? You never saw that? You never seen that, money? Girl, <laughs> Google it. I wonder if it's right. still, it's gotta be somewhere on the web still. It's okay. still on the web. Yeah. It's, uh, it was like it was, such a long time ago. Yeah, it was, had to be 2006, probably around that area. Really? That, that, um, that year, but that was about the nastiest thing I ever seen with the two girls shared poop in the cup and ate it. Oh. Yeah. Yes, but it was like a <laughs> but it was like a porn, wasn't it? Like right, it was. It was set up like a porno. Yeah, like it was the like, guy was recording it, and then like the girl was pooping it and went up. What? Yeah. Just I, that's go. Like the most just go. Thing I, I don't even know if I want to Google that. That's <laughs> But I think everybody was doing it just because everybody was like two girls in the cup. And they was like, what the fuck is two girls in the cup? What does that mean? So everybody just right. about. Oh and back then, of course, social media. Right. Because social media wasn't popping like it is today. So gotcha. then nobody like really give a description. So everybody just went looking on their own. Wow. That's yeah. disgusting. So that was that was the nastiest thing. I think the most disgusting thing I ever did was staying in the situation longer than what I should have been there. Mm. It may not be disgusting, but mm. it's disgusting to my soul and my spirit. I yeah. feel that, honey. You know? Yeah. This is <laughs> <laughs> <And> speak. <laughs> She's yeah. speaking facts today, people. Facts. Saying, honey. So that's it. <laughs> oh, okay, so let's see. What are the first three things you do if you only had 24 hours to live? The first three things you do. About to get crazy. <laughs> Let me think. I'll come back to Atlanta. Uh-huh. Um, I'll... Are you driving a fly? Because we're doing the list out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll probably drive. I'll probably drive just for the fact that I could bring things with me that I can give away to everybody. Cause I think I would want everybody to have a little piece of me, okay. like actual physical piece of me. So I probably like put all my stuff that I really, really love or like things that's really like meaningful to me, bring it with me to Atlanta, pass it out to my loved ones. And then honestly, probably like have like a big ass party all the way up to midnight. Cause okay. at this point it's like, it's, it's, it's now or, ne or never. So right. shit, I'm a party. I'm a, Make out with every fucking body I wanted to make out with. Kiss everybody <laughs> in the fucking. <laughs> and and at eleven fifty nine, I'm gonna get married. Oh, at eleven fifty nine, I'm gonna get married. That's cute. At least, did you have some health insurance? I mean, yeah, I got some, some, uh, I got some health insurance. Some insurance right. so that she could collect at least, let her collect on that policy. Right, <laughs> exactly. Right. Let her collect on the policy. Yeah. Yes. What you got, Ross? I think the first three things I would do, I don't know, my mind goes to making sure my family's straight. So 
I'm about to go rob a bank to my best ability. It may cut that 24 <laughs> hours down to an hour and 15 minutes, but uh -huh. I'm going to see, <laughs> gonna go see how far I can get. <laughs> exactly. I think three hours going to be planning by just, you know, getting up the, the courage to just walk in there and just ride these people. Right. After that, bring on the police chase. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because what's going to happen? <laughs> they going to kill me or I'm going to die. So I'm going to die gonna regardless. Die. I, I might call my mama and be like, look, get behind me on the highway because I'm throwing money. I'm throwing cash on, these, <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> Make sure you're there to pick some up. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. You're going out with a huge bang, girl. With a bang, okay? <laughs> Let me see. What about um, you, honey? For me... Dang, because it's like, yeah, I would want to, hell, you know, I'd be liking to travel some places. I want to go somewhere, and I'm trying to think of, like, how long the flight, you know, somewhere quick. Even that whole process, that airport process. Or, um, I want to do some things I ain't did before. I'm definitely going to have some sticks with somebody hot, chat. Somebody I've been wanting to cook. Um... <laughs> And I'm just seeing myself like on a beach somewhere relaxing, you know? Um, you think you want to be by yourself? I don't think I would want to be by myself, but who's going to be able to go so last minute? That'd be the hard part. Girl, y'all get behind me while with that bank money that I just robbed. <laughs> Pay somebody way, okay? Pay everybody somebody right. That's true. That's true. You got a private jet. Right, exactly. Oh, that'd be dope. That would be nice. Just one last hurrah, basically. Yeah, I love it. Okay, last one. If you compared your sex life to an animal, which would it be and why? Uh, maybe an animal. What animal has the least amount of sex? Because that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Oh. I'm trying to think. Um, seahorse. I might be lying. I think a seahorse only has. I think a seahorse has says one time, and then they get like pregnant, like with multiple kids. Oh, yeah, I'll take the seahorse. Okay. <laughs> seahorse for Ross. That's it. I would say a rooster. Cock a doo doo doo. Uh uh. <laughs> Not a rooster. Oh, wait, but I don't know if a rooster actually has sex, but I feel like that would represent my sex because I feel like my sex drive is way, way higher, like, early in the morning. Like, and I mean, like, peak hours. Like, I would go, like, at 2, 3, 4 o'clock and be horny as fuck. I love it. Okay, that makes sense. I would say, I just, like, I'm trying to think of, like, a real sensual, like, mysterious type of animal, so I want to go with the Black Panther. You know how they just move like throughout the night, like just sexy. Like I just, I don't know. In my thirties, I was horny too. So you know, a girl been trying to get some. I ain't getting enough. <laughs> <laughs> I need some consistency. <laughs> okay. That, that okay. black pepper looking for a lion or something, baby. <laughs> yes. Okay, that was cute. Okay, so we're gonna jump into today's topic, which is the thirties club. 
So basically, y'all, we just want to talk about and catch up on um, things going on while in our 30s, um, things we've been dealing with, like with our love life, sex life, date life, during pandemic, COVID, work, if you got kids and things, people having to homeschool, like the stress and whatever. So we're going to talk about all of that. Okay. Cool. You want to kick it off, Your Majesty? Of course I can. So... I feel like in my 30s, I feel like I've learned myself more. Um, for y'all that don't really know my story, don't know me personally, like um, right when I turned 30, by the way, I'm a Gemini. So I like spontaneous that shit. So like right when I turned 30, like I was at work in Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia, born and raised. And I was just like, man, I'm over this shit. Like I'm ready to get the fuck on. And I legit applied for a job um, in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I didn't, like, I was just going off a whim. I had, like, two cousins that stayed here. It was just like, yeah, bring your ass up. So then I ain't tell nobody about it at first. I went to my first interview. And they um, wanted me to do a second interview. Before I did my second interview, I went out to the club, met the, um, met the love. I would say the love of my life. Yeah. yeah. Which is my current partner. Um, he actually lived in North Carolina, so he was visiting Atlanta, and I was like, "What a fucking coincidence!" Right. Like I'm actually interviewing to move up to Charlotte, and then I got my second interview within that next week. Um, got the job. That's when I told my people. I was like, "Hey, y'all, I'm moving." And then my mom was like, what? Moving where? And I was like, right. I cannot believe. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the way I told, because when I told money and everybody was like, y'all, like, I got a job, Charlotte, never mind. It was like, what? For real? Like, but I just knew it was just time for me at that point. I feel like the age actually helped, helped me to like push myself, you know what I'm saying, into an uncomfortable zone. Cause like I was very uncomfortable moving out here, but I was just like, Fuck it, I'm just going on a whim. I don't got no responsibilities right now. I'm still fairly young. So let me go ahead and just get some time to myself. <clears throat> also, I just felt like I was just doing a lot. Like I felt like like I never had enough time for me. It was always about everybody else or just doing stuff with everybody else. It was never really a set amount of time just, you know what I'm saying, that I put for myself. Mm -hmm. So moving out here, I really had more time to like reconnect with God. I had more time to reconnect with myself, to learn myself more. Even being in a relationship, like we live, you know what I'm saying, apart for like the first year or two. And then, um, and honestly, like I said, it was just, it was a good thing, man. Like I just, I really reconnected with myself, but I will also say that I started to put more demands and more deadlines in place than I would previously before. I was like, okay, by this time, I need to have this done. And I always made like a check mark. I would make like everything kind of simple and made it realistic mm -hmm. so that I would be able to accomplish it. So I feel like honestly, in my 30s, I've, I've really grown up. Like I feel like in my 20s, I was grown up, but I wasn't technically right. like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I didn't feel like I was grown. Like now I feel like I'm right. grown as fuck. I'd be having to remind my mom, I'd be like, mom, I'm grown. Like, okay. Chill. Calm <laughs> down. She's yeah. like, wait, but don't do that. Mom, I. <laughs> By this point, I know what to do and what not to do. Like for real, like you know what I'm saying. Like if you 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 raised a good boy, I, you know what I'm saying. I know I know my certain way. So that's been my thirties. It's just been a long life journey. I feel like like a continuing journey, an uphill journey 
of trying to figure out who the fuck I want to be okay. and where I want to be at and making sure that happens. And do you think that now, because you're 35 now, so it's like the mid, you know. You ain't got to call my age. <laughs> <laughs> Have to. I ain't gonna just put him out there, but do you, though, <laughs> do you feel as though like any changes? Like, do y'all go through like male changes? Like, whether it's physical, mental, or you feel like a midlife crisis or anything? Or I feel like I definitely feel like we go through changes. I feel like at this point, I don't have any kids. I want to have kids. I don't want to be old with kids. Right. Like. I don't want to be like in my 60s and got a kid that's graduated from high school. Right. Like, so I definitely feel like, you know how they say women have maternal clocks. I still feel like, not necessarily like I can't produce, but like, I still feel like my maternal clock is ticking. Like, as far as like, okay, I want to be this certain age for my kids by the time that they graduate high school. And I want to be, I want to have this amount in my account and I want to have this type of um, career and I want you know what I'm saying? These type of businesses surrounding me. So I feel like I put a lot more pressure on myself now. Mm-hmm. However, I try not to make myself feel like I'm just like drowning, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I try to like make everything realistic. So I do have like set goals and set plans in place to make things happen on almost like a check mark, like a checkbook, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um about certain things that I want to accomplish within that certain amount of time. Did that answer your question? It did. I love okay. it. Yeah. So basically, like, uh, you put the pressure so on So I try not to put pressure on me from, I try not to put pressure on me from what I see, but more <laughs> so put pressure on me for what I need to accomplish for myself. Personally, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. I dig it. What about you, Ross? How's it been in the 30s? And what's your exact age? 35. 35. Okay, she's with us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like it's kind of, I'm in the same space as your majesty. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am in this place of, first of all, I'm single. I don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. So me and a good friend of mine were actually having a conversation this morning because he's like, look, if you want some kids, I can drop some babies on you. You know what oh. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I bet you would. I bet you would. Still, some things I want to get done for me. Got you know, Things I want to have in place. Mm-hmm. And so, yes. like, this year has been a big whirlwind. I think I don't know if you remember, but I was um, starting at the beginning of this year my collection agency. Okay. And because of COVID, like all the conventions and things I would have gone to to like yeah. get in there and network and really learn this area, like mm-hmm. all that was put to a stop. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So. Um, I walked away from a job that I had, which was like bringing in money and uh, I had the potential to make six figures a year if I wanted to or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I knew like it's time for me to walk away regardless. Mm-hmm. So yes. I'm still like in the phases of startup with my collection agency, but it's kind of like the way that I'm learning is basically on my own. Mm-hmm. So um, that has been kind of, it's kind of been daunting in a sense because I was banking on like okay I'm going to these conventions I'm gonna meet these people I'm gonna learn all I need to know I'm networking I'm doing what all I need to do I want to make sure on the on the back end everything legally is how it's supposed to be and then here comes COVID you right. know what I'm saying yeah. and even with me being single and dating here comes COVID I ain't trying to have nobody all up on me kissing on me or hugging me right now <laughs> <laughs> And I walk 
want it, but I'm like, shit, it ain't, it's not, not and it's not an essential for me. And so I'm working on just doing things that are essential for myself. So like I'm saying no. Whereas before I would be like, yeah, let me squeeze it in, and then just I'm bombarded with all this shit I gotta do, mm. and like the weight on me is extreme because I put it on myself. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? So now I'm in a place of no, I don't have time for that. I'm doing this over here. You know, I'm I'm living by a calendar basically. Um, I have my little check marks that I make, and I'm like, got that done, didn't get that done. But if I don't get it done, whereas before I was really hard on myself, I'm not hard on myself anymore. Okay. You know? okay. So yeah. it's like I feel you on that. Like same yes. Yes. Cause it like I'm one of those people like, oh my God, I didn't get it. And I think about it, I can't sleep because I didn't get that shit done. Like it weighs heavy on me. Yeah. But I'm like at that point where I'm like, listen, it is okay. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying? So I'm not being as hard on myself. I feel like this whole COVID thing really put me in a place of isolation mm. where it was like I was able to be by myself and really see myself and really come to terms with, I like this. I don't like that. I want to do this. I don't want to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the necessities of things, like it really put me in that place of like, okay, it's okay to focus on you. You don't have to always be around your friends or out hanging out or, you know, on a date trying to meet somebody or, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't mm-hmm. have to be in that space, you know, like everything will come and everything has been coming. And I feel like it's been coming at a good pace. Good. And so I'm, I'm learning to be okay with like a slower pace than me being rushing and shit if you think done because I feel like time is running out. Like even with the kids, like I'm like, well, shit, I'm 35. If I have kids at 40, that means my child. Like, right. stop all that. You know what right. I'm saying? And just let it flow. It'll come. My man will come yeah. when it's time for him to come. If not, I got my homeboy that's going to drop me some kids. You know? <laughs> 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 we gonna get started on these babies you know i just told them look i just need a nanny on deck okay and we'll hello but, um, <laughs> Amen, girl. it's just that like me just like i I'm, i feel relaxed and i feel like i'm more willing to learn not just about things or finances or, like i'm learning about myself mm. how i operate mm-hmm. so that if i need to change some things I can change them, you know, right. and it's it's not like such a big deal or somebody else doesn't have to point it out because mm-hmm. I've seen it for myself. Yeah. I recognize it in myself and like, I'm okay with it. I'm cool with it. Like I'm loving this. I, I actually love my thirties more than I did my twenties. So my twenties, I felt like I was all over the fucking place. Like, really? Okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But now I know I'm like, this is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. This is how I'm going to get there. Oh, you right. know, it, it's different. It's a different here state. So. Okay, girl. Yeah. I love that. What about like any um? What about like health wise and women bodily change wise? Like, how have you been in that department? Girl, this weight that I put on, honey, it used to go to my butt. Now it's a gut. So I'm. <laughs> I know, mine too, girl. Where does come from? Oh lord. <laughs> Wait a minute. This a whole spare tire because. <laughs> I cannot with you. <laughs> No, but seriously, like I feel like the way my weight is being placed in my body, I'm like, well, hold on, where I can used to, where I used to be able to, like, okay, let me do a hundred sit ups and that stuff that ain't working. A hundred sit ups to turn this to five hundred sit ups. Okay, hello. It's so much harder to get this off now. It's, it's crazy. Uh, yes. Good job. <laughs> yes, that was a good one. That was. 
You know, Ross, just to jump on you real, real quick before we get to money, like, I really appreciated when you said, like, that was just confirmation to me. When you said, like, you used to be so hard on yourself, like, when you didn't commit. I was the same way. Like, I would literally, like you said, like, beat myself up. Like, yeah. I would not be able to sleep. I would still be trying to do emails at, like, 1 and 2 a.m. or figure right. things out. But you, but, like, seriously, like, sometimes, like, because yesterday, like, I gave myself a break for today. I was like, you know what? After a certain time period, I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just going to chill. I'm going to watch. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to read a book and just chill out. And, like, back in the past, like, I used to feel guilty for doing shit like yeah. that. I'd be like, man, you're wasting time. Like, what are you doing? Like, you could be doing something. But now I've learned to really just allow myself to, like, completely, like, relax and know that it's okay if I don't want to do anything. Right. And you're not being lazy because you're right. Not- you know what I'm saying? You're going to get it by any means necessary. And I think when you have that mentality, like, we feel like every waking minute, it has to be productivity. And it mm-hmm. doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it just doesn't. And so, ever since I, like, I think that was, like, the biggest thing that was just, like, weight off my shoulders. I really felt like, oh, damn. Okay. And I might have been having some health issues because of it. Like, being stressed. Right. My hair was thinning in the middle. I'm yeah. like, what the hell is going on? Because I was so, like, got to get this done. Uh-uh, got to do it, got to do it, and just stressing myself out. Right, when, right. It's not good. You know what I'm saying? I need to take a page out of y'all book with that because I be stressing my damn self out, don't I, Joe? <laughs> you do. I be trying to tell money, y'all. Like, money be, y'all don't understand how much <laughs> time planning and all this takes, uh, like, behind, like, doing podcasts, plus living a normal life, plus working. Like, she does a lot. And I be trying to tell her, I be like, man, if you don't chill out, like, I see why she travels a lot now, because, like, I feel like those are her stress relievers. Yeah. But it seems like as soon as, like, she steps back in the house, like, she's back, like, on track of, like, doing everything. And I'd be like, nah, like, chill. Like, yeah. That ain't the truth, child. I, ooh, it's a, it's a lot. And so, um... Do you enjoy your house, like, being home? Do you get to enjoy it, or are you just back in the work mode? Like... I, let's see. For the most part... Work has been actually kind of stressful for me um, this year, working from home all the time. And I'm loving working from home, but we've been having some crazy projects, big projects, and uh, a lot of issues that's been occurring with that. So it's been like a lot of pressure on us. It's been constant meetings and shit. Like, so work has stressed me the hell out. So usually during the weekdays, I'm cool. Like, I don't mind coming home chilling, watching my TV shows, that'd be my stress reliever during the week. I don't typically go out during the week. I will pour me a glass of wine, light my candles, and sit there and watch some TV. Um, and it's like now, I feel like every time I'm, I get off work, I'm tired. And I didn't used to nap. Nowadays, I've been eating a nap. Um, and if I do take a nap, I used to think that sleeping, you know, taking a nap is like sleeping a day away. By the time you get up, then it's nighttime, and the day's gone again, and you back up shit the next day. So, I don't know, y'all. I'm, I'm still trying to figure this shit out during this COVID pandemic stuff and, like, doing the podcast. So, that's why we're trying to get back to where we're ahead of the game by recording multiple um, episodes so that I don't have to do this every freaking week. Planning it out, trying to find a guest, editing the podcast, writing up the bio, posting on social media for it. You know, it's, it, it's a lot. So, hopefully we can get a little team action going here. I appreciate my co-host. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we got to uh, divvy up some workshop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as far as like, because I feel like in my 30s, 
I've been going through a lot of bodily changes and stuff. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like I said, I've been hornier in my 30s. I've been wetter down there during my 30s. Like, shit just be dripping. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Shit, I'm a period. Wow. Like, what the fuck is that? Go to the bathroom. It ain't no period. It's like your ovulation juices or some shit. Yeah. So I've been, the ovulation shit been real. My body wants me to have a baby, but it ain't happening right now. But, um, yeah, the fibroid issues that I have, I've been breaking out, like, in the hormonal zone. They've been leaving some dark marks. I've been going through some things. When I tell you, I gained the, the uh, quarantine weight, you know. I used yeah. to love working out. I can't find the love for it no more. Um, it's just a lot. It's a lot mentally. So, yeah, that's why I like to travel and stuff and get the fuck up out of Atlanta. Like, that helps me. But yeah, like you said, then I come back and I'm like, fuck, back to everything again tomorrow. <laughs> like, right. back that's why I, <laughs> I be trying to tell you, like, I be feeling like you, like, it's time for you to move. I'm serious. Like, Dude. I feel, I, I feel where you are. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I think like sometimes location has a lot to do with it because you're so accessible to everyone that you're used to. Yeah. So they're going to pull on you more. And then you feel, you can feel that pull. That's why I be wanting you to relocate, like, cause I promise you, once I relocated, like, I just kind of, like, I just kind of let a lot of stuff go, and then a lot of people slowly stopped contacting me that were pulling on me, even if it was just for something simple, even if it was just for simple conversations or a simple cocktail, like, it just gave me more time just to really focus on me, and that's what slowed me down. That makes Cause sense. Because I be yeah, you was because I feel like you just move. I feel like you constantly are moving. Like every time I look, I'm looking on your Instagram. Like you just moving, moving, moving. Uh, I be overbooking myself. Like, cause it's also hard to try to date too. You know, like so. You got your whole week planned out, right? And I'm a planner, so I got shit on my calendar, reminders, and all type of shit going on. So it's like you got shit. Like it seems like a simple life that I live, right? Right. You got work, so you go to work five days out the week, right? And then you got your friends or family member, got something, you got birthdays, you got, ooh, can I take you out? And I'm like, well, I don't want to miss out on an opportunity if somebody want to date me or whatever, because it's been seven years since the bitch been single, so I need to figure something out. So it's like that stress, and I try not to think about it too much, but then when opportunity comes, I do want to go on the date. But it's like, damn, my weeks be gone so fucking fast. Like, it's Sunday already. We back at work tomorrow, you know? But I don't know, y'all. I gotta, I just need shit to kind of like just ease out, slow down. This year is flying by. I think everybody wants this year to be gone or whatever, but I don't know. But I feel like during the pandemic, it started off, um, you know, scary and whatnot and isolation and I actually enjoyed that quarantine because I was with my family at the time and I'm surprised I lasted that long child I stayed over there for three months but um the quarantine with my mom sister and brother was super cool and then until it wasn't <laughs> I was like okay I gotta go back home <laughs> I'm over y'all so um I couldn't imagine quarantine at my uh apartment by myself you know for that long that would have been crazy I would have really went mentally insane but um I feel like now, like, I've um, gotten back into, like, traveling a little bit and not able to go to the places that I really want to go to as far as, like, out of the country. But it's been something. It's been quick little experiences that I actually enjoyed. So, yep. 
Um, actually leaving. When, when am I leaving? <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> Back up out of here again. Like. <laughs> oh, so how has, so I know you mentioned something about dating. So how has dating been in your 30s versus in your 20s? Oh, in my 20s, it was so easy. Like, literally, I feel like back then, dudes were really trying to holler at you and stuff. And, you know, so you just go out to the club or whatever, little party, a little throwback, kickback, whatever. And you got dudes numbers. You probably got like three phone numbers. These days, in my 30s, I feel like dudes are so intimidated. They're actually at a point where they don't know if they want to be in a consistent relationship. You know, they are a committed relationship. They know that there's a lot of women here in Atlanta and Atlanta is looked at as the party city. So there's a lot right. of people that just come through to, you know, hit somebody up, do this, that, whatever. Then they back at their own city or whatever. But I feel like in the 30s, it's, it's, it's definitely been hard. Um, I don't know, dudes want you to approach them. They, it's weird, because you'll be getting stared at. And I'm like, okay, nigga, was, come say something. Like, speak, you know? <laughs> staring at me all damn day, you know? And then um, with the date apps and stuff, like I that I'll be having to give that breaks and time, take a little sabbatical from that because that shit gets stressful too. Everybody want to be a pen pal. I'm like, how long are we gonna talk on this app before you actually take me on a date and I actually meet you? Like, what are we doing? I don't even know what you look like for real. But I just got back on the app. Two people talked me back into it. Um, when did I start that? Like end of last week. So I'm gonna see how it goes this go round. I probably will last two weeks and get the hell back off of it. But we'll see. <laughs> I have a date today though. So um, this is a guy that I actually met in person. He's, he's very handsome, but he's fucking young as shit. I swear all the good looking men that be approaching me and stuff, if they do approach me are young. They're like, like I'm not even gonna tell you how he is. Hmm. He's in his mid 20s? Mm. He's in his later 20s. Okay. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. And honestly, I feel like a lot of people, I mean, nowadays, these 20 year olds be looking old. Okay, so, he does not look Well, we be looking young. He looks like a whole grown ass man. Like, he's <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. He really you, you're not dating a teenager or like somebody that's 21 or 22, you know. Yeah. So, give it a chance, though. Yeah, so hopefully that goes well. Because I'm like, even like with the people that I do date, it's just so weird. Like it just never lasts long. Like I've never had like a a real thing. You know how like you watch the, not that I'm trying to compare my life to TV, but you know, like Sex in the City and Girlfriend and stuff. Like they actually have like committed dudes for at least a few months. I'm like, these dudes is just like here, there, hit you up a week later. You know, like, hey, what you been up? Why you just now hit me back up? Or why you, you know, why haven't I seen you? Why haven't we hung out? And then it seems like a lot of them just want sex, you know? They see this body and they just want to fuck and that's it, child. I'm like, no. <laughs> so I got to be strict with who I give my cookies to. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's annoying. It's mad annoying dating in the 30s. Um, what about for you, Ross? Because you said you single. I'm single. Um, I, I think it's a major difference. Um, from my 20s, I was mm-hmm. dating just to be dating, you yeah. know? But now I feel like I want to date with purpose. Mm-hmm. But because Atlanta is a party city, hella bitches, like yep. easy accessible, it, it's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot harder because if it's not me picking this person apart, like will he be a good father? Will he be 
of this like you know mm-hmm. a provider will he be mm-hmm. you know is is he just a good person all around in general in my 20s i wasn't worried about that i'm like i think a nigga that's about to spend some money take me out you right know, <laughs> <some bills. laughs> but now, <laughs> i got all that taken care of so it's really like okay so what can you provide for me i just went okay so i ended up going out with this dude last week and it was cool he had a whole two months because we kept missing each other like something kept happening so he had a whole two months to figure out where he wanted to take me okay, okay? the day of he was like where you want to go oh i hate that oh, excuse me like effort effort in the effort so hold on it don't stop there Uh-oh. so i'm like listen pick something for us to do right okay then they want to pull the well it's not a lot to do because it's quarantine and you know, we can chill at the house no the fuck we can't that's this is Atlanta. it's a lot of stuff that's still open a lot of shit. you know what i'm saying so he sends me a bubble tea place right we go to the bubble tea i'm i make sure like what's the dress code um what will you be wearing he like i'm gonna throw some jeans and a nice shirt or whatever so i'm like oh cool i put on some bell bottoms with cute little cutoff top I get there, he pulls up in workout clothes. And it was the same workout clothes he worked out in on his IG earlier that day. <laughs> I cannot. Ew. So I'm like, hard. dude, no effort. You had two months to decide to figure this out. Right. right. And then you all, and then after, because I was like, the whole time, I'm like, should I leave? Should I not leave? Like, mm. okay, let maybe this is just, he just want to see how I'm reacting to what's going on. <laughs> so the bubble tea place was cool. It had like a little lounge area. But shit, you've been here before. You know that couch falling apart. Why are you taking me somewhere where the couch, the couch arm falling off? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's like, I mean, we ain't, we haven't been out that much to where you like, look, I'm gonna take you to this little hole in the wall. This shit cool. They food the bomb, whatever. <laughs> it ain't been like that. You know, yeah. this is the first little outing. He could have took me on a picnic and I would have appreciated more. Yeah. Oh, place. Yeah. Or whatever. And he's a cool dude, but cool just don't cut it. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I need some effort. Yeah. Okay. In Corona, this is the this is the time for you to. Get, get your creative side exactly. out. Get them creative juices going. Like, if he would have told me, hey, listen, I fell behind on time, whatever. Okay, right. then maybe we need to reschedule again, you know? Right. But that whole thing, uh, I, I get it, girl. I'm guessing it won't be a date number two, right? It won't. <laughs> <laughs> Man, look, guys, y'all got to step y'all game up, man. Like, it's so, it's so many things that you can actually do that's free that's slightly isolated and you can still like appease your partner like like i said like we've been on a lot in the house like a lot of in-house dates and like the stuff has been dope as fuck but like i mean i naturally have a creative mind so like i automatically like when you said dude wanted to go on the first date how about like y'all how about y'all start like buying easels and like taking your lady to the park, get a nice little section, do a picnic, um, get paint. Y'all paint in the park, like talk, chill, wine, like music. I love it. And that, that's, that's not too much of a, you know what I'm saying? A price tag, but I feel like it'll make that time mean so much more because after that you'll have a nice little art piece to take home with you. You've been on learned something about each other. It's not, cause I think a lot of people mess up, especially on first dates. When they try to take people like loud restaurants or like 
you know what I'm saying? Like a bar where like you can barely talk and hear yeah. each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And we did have an episode um during COVID too about like yep. date ideas. So I mean we threw it out there for y'all. So I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> you know, Pinterest can see some date ideas. Shit, Google. Google date ideas. Yes. Date ideas during COVID. It's a whole bunch of things to do. But I think the whole the whole turn off thing for me is like, well, let's do something at the crib. Like Hell no. Oh, they get on my nerves when they say that. No, we're not doing nothing at the crib because it's oh. the wrong way. No. Right. No. Or COVID or whatever's happening. But no, no we're not about this. Ain't your excuse to start off at the crib. Exactly. No. Next, trying yeah. to massage you and massage your booty and then between your booty cheeks. What I just say the other day? <laughs> yes. <laughs> about that box? Yes. I want yes. a man that's going to give me a massage and let me fall asleep. Don't try to tap your dick on my butt. Let me <laughs> go to sleep. That's the I've been putting that off. I'm I'm getting on Amazon after this and buying that massage table. Because I said I was going to start, like, giving my partner massages and, like, and stuff like that. Like, just, like, to zone out. Because I'm really, really good at massages. I really, really, like, I'm so good to the point I almost consider, like, going to, like, massage therapy class. And, oh, okay. Like, I ain't really, like, magic Baby, I got you. I got you next time I'm there. Once I buy this massage table, it's on. Oh, okay. <laughs> But yeah, but um, I feel like honestly, not only my 30s, but my 30s being in COVID this year, no lie, like I thought it was gonna, like I hear a lot of people saying like, oh, it's the worst year ever. Honestly, last year was a really bad year for me. Like I went through like a whole little battle with depression. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually figured out what depression was because I always thought that, and I think I've said this before on a previous episode, but it's okay, I said it again. I've always thought that depression was more so like suicidal thoughts. I never experienced that part. However, I just experienced the downward feeling of feeling like I didn't want to do anything, feeling a little less than I've always felt. Mm -hmm. um, and that came about working in corporate America um, in the banking industry. Mm -hmm. I wasn't being promoted like I was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And I think in my 30s, I actually started to take more notice of that. And I started to like look around and be like, wait, this person, I, this white young lady I trained when she was a new hire and I was still a tenure here, mm. she's moving up quicker than I am. So what's going on? And then like, I wanted to ask them questions, not really getting no answers, just been told I'm good, but it's just not my time. What does that mean? Like it was, so it was a lot. So that brought along depression. But I feel like this year I've actually had like since the world slowed down, I've actually slowed down and I've been able to actually like just reevaluate myself again and kind of put a little bit more effort and work into myself. So so financially this year has actually been good. Like it's been a blessing, y'all. Like for real. Like I got my savings back up. I like my savings had dwindled down bad. Like my savings is like stacked. Um, like I got I got I'm on to another point of my life where I'm ready to like start purchasing my credit's better like mm. it's just so it's been it's been it's not been a bad year for me i agree i agree with that a lot of people have been saying that it's the worst year da, da, da. i'm like i've been living good you know right that is good my invest yeah I, i'm getting into like investments mm -hmm. i came up on some money um savings looking good in some stock talking to my friend who's really good like with uh finances and things so he's been telling mm -hmm. me things to do with the money and stuff 
And yeah, like, <laughs> it's been cool to me. I mean, I get it, like everything being shut down still and like not being right. able to do everything that you're used to doing. But I mean, it's still things to do. It's still, you know. And I mean, the fact that Atlanta is open doesn't help. <laughs> so I know y'all in Atlanta. <laughs> They're like, y'all in Atlanta, it's different. Um, so I can't, I can't speak to the other cities and states or whatever, but yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, what else was I about to say? Um, we talk about love life, mental health, the struggles, work, sex, the new norms. Is there anything else y'all wanted to touch on about these crazy thirties? Um, I don't know, Ross. I I just feel like. Like when you were saying your majesty about your, you found out what depression was. Mm -hmm. I think that we have to take note of when we're in that space mm -hmm. and really attack it because you could be a functioning person, functioning in, with depression. And that's right. like the worst part. That part, yeah. You know so you doing everything, everything, but it's just, you just functioning with your depression. It's like a functioning alcoholic. Like mm -hmm. they still can do, can still move and whatever. And, but they're still an alcoholic, but you're still depressed and you're still in that down state, you mm. know? So then when you don't have something to do and you get by yourself, mm. you don't know what the fuck is going on. You know, you don't know exactly. why you feel the way you feel. Right. So just us as a people recognizing it and then attacking it and not being ashamed. So like I went to, I was, I had, I deal with before depression. I was like depressed, suicidal. Like, I didn't mm. want to be here. Like, let me off this Like, mm. I'm done. But I wanted to live more than I wanted to die. So mm -hmm. I went to therapy. I had years of therapy. It was no shame in my game. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. I went and I'm so grateful that I went and I had that experience. And also, if you go and you get with a therapist, try several different therapists. Like try who's going to work for you because it is like a relationship yes. where right. you need to have the right person for you. Mm -hmm. so, yes. Um, cause some people, they have different tactics that just don't work for you. It's okay to move around and find somebody that works for you, but do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't need everything else to struggle your relationships, your, your, your work. Like that stuff really does struggle and you see it after the fact. Mm -hmm. Like, well, yeah, it's just, it's just not your time here, but maybe not for you, but for somebody else. Like right. they think they're functioning at their 100% and it's really at 50 yes mentally and emotionally you're not where you should be right you to elevate yourself and catapult yourself to the next level and that's why when you got to your place where you're like well, shit, you know what forget it i'm good like you know you know you're doing your best you know right. you know yourself so you know when you get into your face okay i gotta attack it i gotta do it now you'll do you know do what you can but i i think that's like I think <laughs> that is something important for us to tackle because I do think in our 30s a lot of people start recognizing mental health like in your 20s yes. you know you just you fill in the, all your boys with other stuff yeah you know in your 30s you know like, well hold on something is not right mm. you know so yeah I love it yeah I really I agree with Ross though real quick I'm sorry just to jump on her back like 
Like when she said, like, find you a therapist that works for you. Like, it's just like finding a barber or a hairstylist. Like, mm-hmm. you don't like some people's style. You don't like the way they do certain things. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. completely fine. Yeah. I found I, my therapist, my best therapist was a middle-aged white conservative woman mm-hmm. that actually understood, that actually really wanted to understand what it was like for African-American males. Mm. So she... So she became like more educated on African-American culture. Um, She really wanted to understand what I went through. And like, she was like, honestly, like being a little bit more emotional than me at times when I was telling her like everything I was going through, but that built our relationship. Mm. Like I learned to trust her. And then like when I started to trust her, then of course I opened up more and spoke about more things that were bothering me. Mm-hmm. And then like the more I talked about stuff, the more I started to notice that little things here that used to irritate me or bother me, it wasn't bothering me anymore. Or I even started to notice that, you know, I started to come down on my weight a little bit more because at first I was like real, real active. And then like all of a sudden, like I just stopped doing everything. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that's what kind of made me notice that, hey, something's not right. Cause like you're typically at the person, you like the job, you like to go outside, do this, go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Like it just completely turned off. And that was kind of like kicking back up after like, like I said, just really reevaluating myself. But what I would say to all these 20 year olds that's listening to the podcast, um, take heed now and try to like go ahead and gather your thoughts of as far as like who you want to be and then do the things that to do the things that you need to do to get yourself to that to that area um start taking finances way way more serious i mean i've always been like frugal but i've also spent and i've also had like good money you know i came from a pretty middle class family so like i was just used to kind of spending and having money but like if i could have did some things a lot better and been in a better situation now Mm-hmm. Not that I'm in a bad one, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I can always have done something a little bit better. I may not have needed those shoes. I may not need to go out that weekend right. um, and buy VIP service and all that other stuff. <laughs> so, like, just start taking heed to, like, things like that and just start to recognize the people that's around you. You might not see those faces in the next few years, yeah. and that's okay. Like, I had the hardest time letting go. Like, when, like, if somebody cut me off, I'd be like, why you cut me off? What's going on? Like, versus me just, like, accepting that it was our time that that relationship was over with, even as a friend, like, just accepting it and then allowing things just to move forward. Like, it took me a minute to really get used to that. So just do that as well. That's my little two cents. I love it. Yeah, because there's a season and reason and what's up? Yeah. A season, a reason, and a... A time? Is it time? A time, a season, and a reason. That's it. <laughs> I'm like, I know it's something like that. But yeah, that that's a great point. Oh, child. Because yeah, everybody ain't going to be in your life forever. And sometimes you grow, and it's your time to move forward, and you may have to leave some people back in the dust. And that yes. is okay. You know? Yes. I feel like, yeah, it's been an eye-opener, too, uh, in my 30s, like, midlife. <laughs> I'm talking like we're so old. But like um just paying attention to like friendships too, you know? Cause I know we uh were posting something recently. Basically, um I was talking to a homegirl who just started her business and she was just ranting on um Instagram, basically upset that her friends weren't su- supporting her back and she's always mm-hmm. supported them. 
Yeah, it's like there's so many free ways to support your friends and free events that you can show up to, reposting, sharing it, you know, writing yes. and stuff like that, giving ideas, shooting an idea over there real quick. It's so many free things. So like I, I felt her because we had our one year anniversary. That's like, damn, I know I invited this person. They ain't dial in, they ain't respond or say nothing, like giving it to right. me. Like, damn, like, okay. I ain't heard shit from that person. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what's up. But it's like paying attention to these things. But sometimes I'm too damn nice and I will let people just hang around in my life instead of like really X naming somebody out and giving them chances over chances. So that's one thing I do for my own changing within my circle and what I do and stuff because people are trying to use and abuse you, you know? Yeah. yeah. Their own opportunities and advantages. So and if everybody just really helped everybody, it'll just be like a circle of like everybody winning. But yes. wealthy folks winning, helping each other. Yes. I, we need it's, it's not that hard to do. Mm-mm. It's not that hard to do at Stop all. Stop on each other. Stop the jealousy. Y'all all can get it if you put the work in. So mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. What it is about our culture and Yeah, it's real enough money, right? Because there's enough money out there for everybody to get some. Everybody. Hello. Or they won't support you, but on Drake's birthday, be like, happy birthday, Drake. Like it's you. <laughs> oh, so you can post about Drake and Beyonce birthday, but you can't exactly. even post about my anniversary. That is a good point. That is a good point. Oh my God, you are so right. Because people be on that. He did get serious though. Like, yeah. Wow. Mm. I think those are the people you got to get rid of. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm. I agree. All right, y'all got anything else to say to, to our twenty twenty year old listeners? Any suggestions? Any else? Live your life and go for it. And Love don't it. stay in a situation like we just said. It's a time, a season, and a reason. Yeah. Don't stay in nothing longer than you need to. Exactly. Feel free to exit. Yes. Okay. I like that y'all told them about the finances. I like that y'all mentioned mental health is important. Yeah. Um, family is important. Get your time with your family in too. Now, you know, like they said, you don't know when somebody's not gonna be here. And yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I want to say, I feel like the. Uh, this new generation they get so mad easily like it's been hella crazy shootings and things and it's coming from them 20 something year olds i don't know what y'all dealing with but seek help and stop taking things so seriously and so personal to where you feel like you need to take somebody's life that's that's crazy to me like i'm I'm just like yeah it's dangerous out here child so yeah i love it I love this talk and this conversation. Thank right. you for coming on, girl. Yeah. Yeah, Ross. Thank you so much. Thanks for love having you, honey. Thank you. All right, you guys. We all know the drill. Be sure to tune in to a little piece of tail. Keep sharing it with your friends. Follow us on um, Instagram at a little kiss and tail. Um, leave a great rating and reviews when you're listening to us on the podcast. And yeah, until next time, you guys. Bye. See y'all. Bye. Face down as a waiting for me. I'ma show you pretty as a that you never seen. Don't be scared.
Put your head down, give your body all it needs, yeah How we make love on the street To Pluto with Vanessa like Bruno Give you this love that you want Make it last all night cause you know Cause you know Keep me craving all night long